I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the 80%. Today, We'll talk about investment scams, how to spot them so that you can avoid it. Are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte at ako ay isang registered financial planner. Since 2007, nagbibigay na ako ng financial advice through my blog entitled Ready to be Rich. And I continue this advocacy through this podcast kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang mga effective strategies kung paano ba yumaman. Thank you for tuning in and now on to the show. The Philippines has experienced its worst economic performance since 1947 with the country's GDP shrinking by 9.5% in 2020. You can interpret this news in many ways, but for me, the first thing that came into my mind when I read this was, panahon na naman ng mga investment scams. For my experience and observation, yung mga get-rich-quick at pyramid schemes bigla silang nagiging active at dumadami kapag maganda ang ekonomiya or kapag taghirap ang bansa. Maraming pera ang mga tao and the market was optimistic nung lumabas yung Frank Swiss Cam nung 2007, Aman Future nung 2012, at M Goldex nung 2015. Yung mga taon na yon, the Philippine stock market was going up and reaching record highs. On the other hand, bagsak naman ng stock market index natin nang lumabas ang legacy group noong 2009 at ang pinakahuli, yung Kappa Investment Scam noong 2017. Given that we're going through difficult times right now, I'm expecting na magkakaroon ng resurgence ang mga financial scams na itatarget ang mga Pinoy na naghahanap ng paraan para kumita ng extra. Kaya naisip ko ngayon na ibigay sa inyo ang mga red flags or signs na scam yung ino-offer sa inyo na income or investment opportunity. Meron akong sampung red flags na ibibigay sa inyo. Ano-ano tong mga to? Number one, wala silang proper licenses and registration. It sounds common sense but I've seen friends join and invest in companies na hindi man lang nila chinek kung legally registered ba yung company. Kapag Philippine company, pwede namang i-check sa SEC kung registered ba sila at kung may proper licenses sila to operate as an investment or crowdfunding company. Kung foreign company naman, lalo na yung mga online investment opportunities, you have to check kung saan ba sila registered at tingnan kung may proper licenses sila sa mga regulatory bodies ng bansang yon. For example, 
may isang company na nag-o-offer ng cryptocurrency investment na according to their website, ang office nila ay nasa UK. What you should do is you go to the website of the FCA or the Financial Conduct Authority, which is the main regulatory body in the United Kingdom, to check if they registered with them. Oo, kailangan mong mag-research. Ang tawag dito ay due diligence. Number 2. Speaking of due diligence, check the address of their office. All legitimate companies should have a business address. If they don't have one or you can't verify that their office exists in their stated address, then it's probably a scam. May nakita akong website dati, isang agribusiness investment company na ang opisina daw ay nasa Bohol. Mabuti na lang may kaibigan akong taga Bohol at nung pinacheck ko yung address, nako, bakanting lote lang daw yung nakalagay dun sa address sa website. Again, due diligence is important. Mabuti na ang mag-research muna kaysa mas kam ka sa huli. Number 3. It should be clear how you'll earn money. Madalas ang mga scams, malabo ang explanation kung paano kakikita. You need to completely understand how the business works, how the company earns, and how exactly you will earn. Kailangan mong i-double check kung feasible ba yung business na ginagawa nila. For example, yung M Goldex, ang claim nila noon ay nagba-buy and sell sila ng ginto at doon galing ang magiging profits mo. Totoo naman na pwede kang kumita sa pagba-buy and sell ng ginto. Pero yung M Goldex, guaranteed yung returns as in sigurado yung balik ng pera mo. Which is of course imposible dahil kung titingnan mo ang presyo ng ginto, ito ay tumataas at bumababa. So, paano nakapagpababa ang presyo ng ginto sa market? San kukuha ng pera ang M Goldex na ibibigay sa iyo? Malamang dun sa pera na pinapasok ng mga bagong members, which now makes it a pyramid scheme. Huwag tayo kaagad maniniwala sa mga pangako na income ng mga investment opportunities. Always check the feasibility of their business model. If the offer sounds too good to be true, then it's probably a scam. Number 4. They don't have media coverage. Isipin mo ito. Let's say ikaw ang may-ari ng company. Siyempre gusto mong maraming mag-invest sa'yo. And if so, ano bang isa sa pinaka-effective na paraan para makakuha ng investors? The answer is to have a media conference. As a business, Siyempre, kasama sa operating expenses mo ang marketing, which includes a budget to organize press events. Malayo ang mararating ng balita at mas maraming makakaalam tungkol sa business and investment opportunity mo kung may media coverage ka. So, if a company has no mention in news websites, magazines and newspapers, radio or television, then that's suspicious and I consider it a red flag na baka scam yung company. Number 5. They're pressuring you into investing. Ang madalas sasabihin sa'yo, may deadline at kung hindi ka mag-invest before that date, mawawala na yung opportunity or tataas na yung minimum amount na kailangan para sumali. First of all, you should never be pressured into investing. People who solicit investments should give you the time to do your own due diligence. Kapag naiinip sila, 
kinukulit ka at pinipilit ka na mag-invest na kaagad. Then bakas kam nga yan kasi dapat walang pilitan pagdating sa ganyan. They have to respect your decision to wait and do research at hindi yung magagalit pa sila kapag tumanggi ka sa kanila. Number 6. You have to recruit to make money. First of all, legit ang mga multi-level marketing companies. Marami akong kilala na yumaman at umasenso ang buhay sa networking or MLM. Ang problema, yung mga pyramid scams, nagkukunwari silang networking company. Pareho sila ng script, may produkto din minsan na ibebenta, at may mga success stories din sila na ikikwento sa'yo. Ito yung mga members nila na madalas may picture pa sa tabi ng bagong kotse. So, ano ang difference ng legit na networking sa pyramid scam? Para sa akin, dalawang tanong ang dapat nilang masagot. Una, pwede ka bang kumita ng hindi nagre-recruit? And second, kapag lahat ng members ay tumigil sa pagre-recruit ng bagong members, kikita ba ang kumpanya? Ang isang legit na networking company, may produkto na binibenta at kahit tumigil ang recruitment, pwede pa rin kumita ng pera ang mga members pati ang kumpanya dahil pwedeng mag-focus na lang ang lahat sa pagbebenta ng produkto. Oo, mas malaki ang income mo kung magre-recruit ka, pero dapat kahit hindi ka mag-recruit ay pwede ka pa rin kumita ng maayos. If required, as in mandatory, ang mag-invite ng ibang members para kumita ng pera, then that's a pyramid scam for sure. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about Flint PH. Do you want to invest in real estate for as low as 1,000 pesos? Then check out Flint PH, the first tech-enabled, low-cost Philippine real estate crowdfunding platform that is made for investors who would like to invest in Philippine real estate properties. Flint provides a fixed and safe return on investment, especially for those looking to earn passive income. Flint is open to anyone at any time, even to those who are based outside the Philippines. Sign up for a free account today and visit bit.ly slash flintph. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash F-L-I-N-T-P-H. Again, that's bit.ly slash flintph, all small letters. Do you want to know how I get sponsors for this podcast? The secret is Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and get full control of how you monetize your show regardless of its size. If you're a brand and you want to advertise or collab with us, then go to advertiser.podmetrics.co and just fill up the form. Be sure to put 80% as referral code when you sign up for Podmetrics. That's 80-P-E-R-C-E-N-T, all capital letters. If you sign up for Podmetrics and you used my referral code, I'll give you a free copy of an ebook entitled, How to Make Money from Your Podcast Even If You Have Less Than 1,000 Listeners. That's it. Now, let's go back to our episode. 
Sa panahon ngayon, marami na scams ang pinapadala sa text, email at minsan direct message or private message sa social media. Mga message na bigla na lang nating natatanggap galing sa mga tao hindi naman nating kilala. Minsan kapag nagsisearch tayo sa internet, may mga websites tayo na pupuntahan o kaya minsan naman may mga ads tayo na nakikita online na nag-i-invite sa atin na mag-invest. Paano natin malalaman kung legit ba or scam ang mga ito? Ituloy natin yung mga red flags ng isang investment scam. Number 7. They're immediately asking you for private information. Hindi mo kilala ang mga ito, so wag basta-basta ibigay ang mga detalye mo tulad ng birthday at address, lalo na yung mga bank details and credit card information mo. Baka mamaya, they're just planning to steal your identity. Sa mga websites, dapat pwede kang mag-sign up na hindi mo kailangang ibigay ang private information mo. At the very least, name, mobile number, and email address lang ang itatanong sa'yo para makapag-sign up at hindi yung birthday and other financial information. Again, mag-research tayo tungkol dun sa company at kapag sure na tayo na legit sila, then okay na ibigay yung mga ibang details mo. Kailangan din kasi nilang i-verify yung identity mo. Requirement ito ng BSP or SEC kapag nag-o-offer ka ng investment. They will ask you for your tax identification number at saka photo ID and proof of address, for example. Again, hindi ito dapat tinatanong sa umpisa. And verify the company first bago mo ibigay itong mga to. Number 8. Poor grammar and wrong spellings. Lalong-lalo na sa email, When you receive one from an unknown sender and the letter is poorly written with wrong spellings and awkward grammar, nako, delete na kagad yan dahil scam yan sigurado. Kasi isipin mo, may business or income opportunity ka, pero wala kang budget para mag-hire ng maayos na copywriter? Very suspicious yon. Number 9. They're asking you to pay a fee. If you need to make a payment before you can receive a package that you did not even order, or pay a fee to open an account, or send money to process your transaction, be careful, it's probably a scam. Madalas ito sa social media, mga Facebook promo or Instagram giveaways na kailangan mo magbayad para makapag-participate or makasali sa raffle. Common na scam din to sa mga freelancing websites yung kailangan mo magbayad para makapag-sign up para makakuha ka ng trabaho. May mga legit websites na ginagawa ito pero kung unknown yung website, nako baka scam yan. So again, do research and do your due diligence. Lastly, number 10. Their message looks generic and contains suspicious links. Madalas ito sa mga phishing scams, mga email na nagpapanggap na galing sa banko, credit card, or sa mga social media accounts mo. Kapag nakatanggap ka ng email, always check kung anong email address galing. Kapag galing sa mga free email services tulad ng Gmail or Yahoo, then mag-ingat ka na because if it's an official letter, then dapat customer service email ng company ang gamit nila. For example, meron kang natanggap na email na galing daw sa Facebook. I-check mo kung saan email address galing. Baka mamaya hindi naman galing sa official facebook.com na email address 
galing sa isang Gmail account. Nako, scam yun for sure. Moreover, wag na wag kang makiklik ng links doon sa email or mag-open ka agad ng file attachments. Always double-check the source first. And if possible, log into your account directly and not by clicking the link in the email. Pag may natanggap kang email na sinabi kailangan mong i-reset yung password mo sa banko mo, wag mo i-click yung link. I-type mo sa browser mo yung online banking website mo at dun ka mag-login to check if legit ba talaga yung message. Also, yung mga scammers, they often send emails or letters with greetings that say to our valued client, dear customer, and other similar generic terms. Yung mga legit na email, more often than not, nakasulat ang totoo at kumpleto mong pangalan. Investment scams and pyramid schemes won't go away anytime soon. So always be careful and never let yourself be overcome with greed. It's also important that we educate ourselves and help in educating others as well. Because financial literacy is our best protection against financial scams. Mas maraming maingat at may alam tungkol sa pera, mas konti ang maluloko. And that's the end of our episode. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Kung may natutulan kay today, then please follow or subscribe to The 80% at i-invite nyo na rin yung mga friends nyo to listen to our podcast. For comments and suggestions, you can go and visit our official website at the80percentpodcast.com This is Fitz Villafuerte. See you again next week. Goodbye, take care, and stay safe. 